Good morning. Today is Sunday, March 6th, 2022. On the second day of our trip to Israel, Marcy and I were walking along a narrow street towards the Kotel, and a car stopped beside us. It was Marcy's cousin, Josh, who recognized us walking along the road, stopped to say hello, and we had planned to call him later in our trip. When we did call, a few days later, Josh was on the Ukrainian border. Because that's what Josh does. He goes wherever he can be of help. He had left suddenly on a mission to assist Jewish refugees from Ukraine who were at that moment in Romania and Moldova. He brought food and other supplies and he was helping to facilitate their bringing, their coming to Israel. And this included on this trip over 50 children in an orphanage that had managed to escape from Ukraine. And they were now located in Romania. And Josh was able to bring them kosher food and toys and other supplies. And those orphans eventually made it to Israel. And in response to that effort, Israeli Foreign Minister Yair Lapid wrote, There is no country like this in the world. Six days into the harsh war in Ukraine, and there are moments for which words are not enough. Throughout our time in Israel, we heard of multiple efforts, official efforts, quasi-official efforts, private efforts of Israelis, medics, social workers, immigration officials, and many, many others traveling to help. We heard constantly on the news and from people we spoke with strong support for Ukraine, for fighting tyranny, and of course, for saving Jews. Last week, Ukrainian President Zelensky, along with many in Israel and outside of Israel, were critical of Prime Minister Bennett and his government for not wholeheartedly condemning Mr. Putin. Zelensky said that he was inspired to see images of people praying at the Kotel in Jerusalem wrapped in blue and yellow Ukrainian flags. And he said at that time that it was time for the Israeli government to take a moral stand. He said, everything is tested by this moment. I don't feel, he said then, that Mr. Bennett is wrapped in the flag of Ukraine. 
I would not echo that criticism because I know that I don't know what it's like to lead a country like Israel with Russia operating militarily on its northern border in Syria. And the most recent news is that Bennett's reluctance may have paid off with his emergency flight to Moscow yesterday morning, Shabbos morning, to be the first head of state to meet with Putin directly since this war began. Hopefully, Israel may have a diplomatic role to play because the alternative, the current military activity, is causing catastrophic death and suffering for Ukraine. Last week, while we were in Israel, Natan Sharansky, who has quite a bit of experience in this area, spoke at a private event, and his words did not get much publicity. But what he said was shared, and it is a critical lesson for all of us. Sharansky grew up in Ukraine, and he said as follows, When I was growing up in Ukraine, in Donetsk, there were many nations and nationalities. There were people that had identity pro papers that read not Russian or Ukrainian or Georgian or Kazakh, and it was not so important because there was not much difference between them. The single designation that stood out was Jew. Because if that was written as your identity, it was, af it was as if you had a disease. Sharansky said, we knew nothing about Judaism. There was nothing significant about our Jewish identity other than anti-Semitism. Discriminatory treatment. And then he said, this week, I was reminded of those days when I saw thousands of people standing at the borders of Ukraine trying to escape. They are standing there day and night and there is only one word that can help them get out. Jew. If you are a Jew, there are Jews outside who care about and are waiting for you on the other side of that border. There is someone on the other side of the border who is searching for you. Your chances of leaving are excellent. The world has changed, Sharansky said. When I was a child, Jew was an unfortunate designation. No one envied us. But today on the Ukrainian border, 
identifying as a Jew is a most fortunate circumstance. It describes those who have a place to go where their family, an entire nation, is waiting for them on the other side. Yesterday in Shul, I spoke about the multitude, the multiple avenues of help that we as Jews are providing and can provide. And as Josh's example demonstrates, many of us here in Montreal, in Israel, and around the world are already doing it, together with many others, of course. But we, you and I, we need to make sure that we are that people waiting for them on the other side in any way that we can. My friends, I want to wish you a wonderful day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.